Halleluja. Glory to God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is he coming as well? All right. We'll just keep a seat for him there. Good. Yeah. It's just going to be a few minutes. How long do you think, Miranda? Did, did Pastor John say how long the session was going to be? One hour. I might go over 15 minutes. So maybe you should tell Pastor John, he doesn't need to come. Because his foot is in the message already. <laughs> he delivered the message. And he does put his foot in my messages too. It's just how the Holy Spirit leads him. Because that's how we be to, get to be on the same page. And of one mind and one heart. And one accord. It was just one of the things that, you know, um, I was married to a husband that was in the corporate world for a long time. And, um, and then when the Lord told us we're going into the full-time ministry, I asked the Lord, what must I do? So he said, you continue to do with Pastor John what I trained you to do in your church. When you were planted in your church, because our pastor released us to go um, and... Um, uh, fulfill the call of God on our lives and released us to go to be divinely connected with brother Jerry. And so the Lord just then said to me, uh, you still continue to listen to everything that your new pastor is now going, all the messages he's going to be bringing you. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Glory to God. And so, the way the Lord taught me, and this is the way that the Lord has taught you as well. If you're new here, you might be hearing some new things for the first time. But the majority of you have heard me say this over and over and over and over again. And over and over and over and over again. You've heard me say that. I remember the first time the Lord had me start to move on it. Uh, it was, I don't know how, uh, I can't remember when it was, but I always have had a file of Pastor John's messages, and I've always had books and notebooks for where the Lord planted me, taking notes of every Sunday's service so that I could go through it during the week and make sure I got it in my heart. And so I, I then when, when I was here with Pastor John and he was pastoring, I printed his notes because I'm obedient to God to Continue the training that he gave me in my church where I was planted. And so I remember walking down the aisles of this very church. I had my, his messages, uh, the month's messages, or maybe the, so far of the year's message. And I had on the spine here the apostles' messages. And I remember walking down this very aisle and saying, look what I do. Look what I do. This is what I do because I'm a disciple, not because I'm a pastor. I do this because I'm a disciple. And I remember, I said, here's all these messages that I go through. Here's all these messages. And I remember the people lo looking at me in this church like I crawled out a piece of cheese. A stinky cheese. I can remember some people sitting and going, don't, don't bring that near me. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. You know? 
And uh, I am so delighted to say what I would do is I would transcribe the message myself. I would get home and I would start to transcribe his message myself. And um, now we have transcribers. Uh, I'm grateful for that. Um, In a way, (laughs) in a way, um, because if you're only transcribing little clips of things and you're not actually, the transcriber's not actually getting the whole message, it's kind of, it's better than nothing, but praise the Lord, it's, uh, it's better for you to absorb the whole message. So that's how the Lord taught me in my church from when I started to sit there. Bryn was two months old. Oh, I need my glasses. I knew something was wrong. I'm like, why can't I get going? So this is what a disciple does. This is what a disciple does. This is, like I said during the prayer conference, you're not planted if you just attend church. You're not planted. You can't call yourself somebody that's planted in a church because you attend church. You're the plant. You're the plant, and you're the plant that's got to grow. You're the one that's got to grow, and the way you grow is the word of God that you put in you. And so I want, before I begin, I wanted to just um, share with you that the Lord said to me, because people used to come to me in, in my church, how the Lord taught me in simplicity to grow in that local church. People would come to me in that church and say, have you heard this message? Have you heard this tape? Have you listened to this book? Have you, I mean, have you listened to this t- uh, um, cassette in those days? Have you, oh, oh, here's the CD. You must listen to this preacher. You must listen to what this one says. You, have you read this book? Have you read this book? And I would just be amazed. I would just be amazed. I thought, where do you find the time? I'm so in the message during the week that the Lord Jesus gave my pastor. I'm so in the message. Where do you find time for all of this? And to my astonishment, I find out they weren't even listening. They weren't interested at all in what Jesus was saying in saying that meeting about about um, uh, to us personally. And uh, I asked the Lord about that because they always made me feel like you're missing something, boy. I'm hearing some things you're not hearing. I'm reading some stuff you don't even know about, you know. And it always made me feel like I'm on the back foot because I'm in the simplicity of just listening to what the message was that the Lord brought my pastor. And he said to me, most of my children are on information overload. All they've got in their head is a whole bunch of knowledge. And all they're accumulating knowledge in their head and they're not doing any of it. So he said, be at peace. If there's a book I want you to read, I'll lead you to it by your spirit. 
If there's something someone else is saying, I will bring it across your path. But you continue in the simplicity with which I have trained you and taught you to do so. This was in 1982. It was, I was 20, I was 25. Brother Jerry came to our church to preach Satan. You can't steal my joy. You can't keep my goods. I've got my journal here sitting in the church when he was there taking the notes and then wanting to put it in my heart and then I want to, to so that I could live by it so that when I was could be aware of it on any given day Satan's trying to steal my joy I'm not going to let him I'm going to rejoice today I'm going to rejoice today because this morning when I wake up like I've taught all of you, this morning when I wake up, I will go to all the rejoicing underlined psalms. I've taught this and taught this and taught this, and some of you are actually doing it. Like you heard from Esther yesterday. I go to the psalms to begin to rejoice. It's so amazing to me. So amazing to me. that everything that I need. Everything that I ever needed was in the house, in the church where I was planted. Coming from my pastor. Everything I ever needed to grow thereby. And so these are the ways of the Lord. The ways of the Lord is this. The ways of the Lord is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The local church. We heard that message by Kenneth, by Kenneth Copeland. The local church. Where do you get that from, Pastor Sharon? Well, it's as old. It's, it's an ancient path of God. So if you're not living in the ways of God, you're not growing. But I love the Lord. That's... So easy to do. Every born again child of God, if you're born again, you'll have love in your heart for Jesus. It's automatic. It's not something you can take credit for, but I love the Lord. I love the Lord. No, when you got born again, you got the love of God in your heart. But your love for the Lord has got to translate into wanting to walk in his ways. His ways of his church, of being planted, of being in the messages, of having someone watch out for your soul. That's his way. Any other way is your way. So... Every born-again child of God loves in his whole, her new heart. That's what he's put in us as a start. But then Jesus goes on to say, why do you call me Lord, Lord? And you don't do the things I say. Where does he speak? He speaks to the messenger of a local church. And I'm going to just read this to you before we start. This is the start. Jesus who is the head of the church, is not actually presiding over anything except what he's doing in his church and in his legitimate 
local churches. Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build the local churches where I have sent messengers to all over the world. And my people will grow that are planted there, that are listening to the messages there. They'll develop. I'll give them everything they need to become mature sons of God. Because I've given apostles and I've given prophets and I've given pastors and I've given teachers and evangelists to equip them to become full-grown sons of God. You cannot become a full-grown son of God without that equipment. You will not. You'll always feel the love of Jesus in your heart for him. But I love the Lord. But you can only grow and develop and become a full-grown son of God when you're in the ways of Jesus, what he's set up in his church. Because it's his way. And you can argue and you can have a debate in your head about it. But it will never change. It's like the law of gravity. It's the laws of God, the ways of God. You can say, gravity doesn't exist, but jump off, the, off a building and you'll fall. And so this, these are the ways of God. They are the laws of God. They are the ways of God, how things work for us as born-again believers. Because in the book of Revelation, Jesus writes to the messenger of the church in Ephesus. He writes one thing. Then he writes to the a church in Smyrna. These were local churches. The words of the first and the last. Then he writes to the church, the assemblies, it says, the assemblies at Pergamum. Then he writes to the church, the assembly at Thyatira, the messengers of the church in Thyatira. And so he still is writing messages through his messengers, endeavoring to write with a, with, on the tablets of your heart, the messages. And the only way you get the, t- the words of God to be inscribed and come into the tablets of your heart is that you speak the things that you find in the messages. Yeah, that is the way you, if you want to engrave the word of God on your heart, you must engrave it with your mouth. And that's how we teach everybody here. And that's how we've especially indoctrinated the young people here. We indoctrinate them with scripture, with the truth of God's word. Because the school system and the world system has had their indoctrination on them, their imprint, their impact, their influence so long that now God's getting Babylon right out of them. With his word. Glory to God. And of course for every other little child. Matthew 18. 18 little child. Right. Unless you become like a little child. You can't even receive this message today. Jesus said. Matthew 18. So. The ways of the church. Is the planting in the church. God setting it in the book of Corinthians. says God sets you into the church as he sees fit. Not as you see fit. God knows where your fit is, who you're supposed to fit with. He has got a plan for where he plants you. It's not haphazard. It's not for your convenience and your comfort. It's not for your convenience and your comfort and your preference. God has got a plan. 
Kenneth Copeland says that the majority of the body of Christ never ask him, where should I be planted in case they may have to go there and actually be planted. But the place of your planting is your wealthy place. Hallelujah. And so, the people, so the, the church, the planting, the messenger, the messages, the people, receiving, believing, repenting. Because to every church, every local church that Jesus writes to, he says, now this is good, this is good, but now here and here, repent. Which means what? To have a repentant heart is one of the most beautiful things. It means you don't argue against the word of God. You don't have a debate in your head about it because your spirit man is receiving it. And you're saying yes before you even receive the revelation. You're saying yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, that is, I think, what the Lord wanted me to share with you. And uh, now... What we do on a Sunday is we have, do you want to come sit here, baby? No, you want to stand at the back. You're distracting me. You're a glorious distraction. Are you going to stand for an hour? Okay. All right. So today, so what we do is we go through, at, in foot in the message, we are training the children that God is taking, the children that, the children that came here because they said, I want you taking my whole life. They heard the messages and they heard God calling them. And they've come. Glory to God. They came of their own accord. They came of their own volition. And they came because they heard the messages that were coming. Where God began to weep. To say, I will take the children. God is taking the children. Glory to God. So, to have our foot in the message means I'm, I'm going to have the word of God in my heart. I'm going to go through the message and I'm going to see where my seed is. Where's my seed? From this message that I must plant in my heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of God. It's the whole sower sows the word. The whole parable, the sower sows the word. You sow the seed of the word of God in your own heart with your own mouth. That's the process. There's not another way. That's what Apostle Paul said. The word of faith is near you. The word is near you even in your mouth and in your heart. Even in your mouth and in your heart. Pastor John just today or last week said that you will live eternally with the word that you've planted into your own heart. So when I go, whenever I go through a message, I say, where's my seed, Lord? Where's my seed? I'm so desperate for that seed. I'm desperate for that seed. Because I understand the process of sowing the word of... That's how I'm growing, is I'm sowing the messages that God is bringing to this church. 
And of course, on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday, then your own Bible reading and the things that he causes to come alive in your own heart, you take that, you put it in your heart quickly. You, you put it quickly. You sow quickly to the word. You sow quickly. Your spirit man is perfectly designed by God to receive seed. Hallelujah. There's never going to be too much seed in your heart. That's what Ecclesiastes says. You don't wait for the weather to be right before you sow. Otherwise, you'll never sow. Because you don't know which seed's going to prosper, either this one or that one. Hallelujah. And so, where was I going to go? I'm not going to go there now. We are going to um, just give you an example of what we do on a Sunday when we have foot in the message. Right. Glory to God. Just getting my phone here. Pastor G, can I call on you to come first, please? Because I know, I know that you're diligent with us during the week. And uh, I know that you listen to the message again during the week. What Manus, did yes. What, what did you receive as, 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 as revelation from this message as you were going through it? Well, I wish I could read the whole message. Yes. But uh, I think one of the big things that stood out for me uh, was you should consider the development of your spirit your number one priority. And then he says, if you develop your spirit first, it will guide you into how you should use your body and how it becomes useful in the natural world. So it was also just an encouragement to me about what we're doing with our kids in terms of schooling them and how we, how we put their spirit first as well. You know, not just teaching them a curriculum for the sake of teaching them a curriculum because that knowledge will also pass away. But teaching, teaching their spirit, yes. giving their spirit truth, that's what's going to carry them for the rest of their lives and yes. teach them how to prioritize their lives as well. Yes. But obviously for me as well, that, yes. my, that my spirit is my first priority, yes. not responsibilities of life, you know, responsibilities of marriage, responsibilities, you know, that, that can very quickly become a lot. Yes. But my first priority is spirit man. When I wake up first, that I don't live on yesterday's faith, which is what Pastor John ministered the, yes, week, before last, last, the week before last. That I don't live on yesterday's faith, okay. but that I'm, I'm feeding and I'm getting faith for my day today. today. Yes. That's right. And I'm prioritizing my spirit man with food for my spirit man first. Yes. Yeah. And so what would be one way of how you, how you do that? Well, simply for me, um, because my kids are up early, especially Kira Lee. So yes. uh, normally I know when, when Kira Lee's up, which is normally between five and half past five every day. Yes. Um, <laughs> Then when, when, she's, uh, when I know she's up, then I'll say to the Lord, Father, I worship you. Yes. 
Jesus, I worship you. Um, I submit my will to your will today. That's yes. a big one for me. Yes. I humble myself and my will under your mighty hand today. And I thank you that you direct my life. Yes. And that you order my footsteps. And, uh, and then I'll start to speak whatever's on my heart from the message. Yes, the Holy Spirit starts to give you words. Give then, me words. And it just comes bubbling out. Yes. Because it's faith for today. Yes, or there'll be a lot of thanksgiving as well. A lot of thanksgiving. Yes. And then when you're traveling in your car, what do you do, Pastor John? Are you, um, Pastor Garth, are you listening to the radio every time? No. Jacaranda? No. My, no. What are you doing no. for your spirit life when you're in the car? No, my car is the place where I can scream. I've, I've long done that where I, uh, I, can, shout. I can shout you and can I can shout. cry because I'm not going cry. to, my family's not going to think there's something wrong, Yes, you know, yes. but I can, I can shout the things that are on my heart for, you know, for, uh, for either a life. particular development that I'm, uh, I'm asking God for or, or something that we're believing for, you know, then I can, I can, uh, you can elevate that. my voice and cry to the father. And yes. Call upon the name of the Lord. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. And then if people look at me, you know, when, when they're next to me, they don't really know what's no, going on. No, they think on, you're right? on the cell phone with, with, with somebody. With having somebody. an argument Very with somebody. Very intense conversation. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Pastor G. It translates into a practical spirit exercise to strengthen your spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, uh, can I... Can I ask you, uh, Mia, to come and share a highlight of the message as you were going through it this week, right? So what the people are doing is they're printing out the message from the website. It's available to everybody, to all of you, right? This is what they do. Thank you, Mia. Thank you. Um, so one of the things that, I mean, we heard, and it was in this message, it's been in all of the messages, and today as well, where Pastor John said, I am a spirit, and, you know, it's a real me. And last night, so Esther and I had a conversation, and, you know, I just said to her, I love spirit, Esther, you know. And so to really, for me to get that into me, that I am a spirit, and the real me is the inward me, it's not what I see, and it's also not what I think. And that was one of the big points for me as well, because like Pastor John said, what a beloved is, he said, and so um, for those of you who have the transcriptions, it's at the top of page two, where he says, a beloved is a much-loved person, a favorite, treasured, prized, esteemed, valued, revered, highly regarded. And in my heart, I almost had this question, and it's like, Lord, how can you highly regard me, you know? Yes. And and then to come to that, that that's such a soul question and that's so looking at yourself as a soul because pastor john also said in this message and let me just find um on page at the bottom of page six pastor john says there's nothing good enough that you can bring to god and so it's exactly that thing in my soul and in my flesh i can't be that before God, I can't 
come boldly to before God if I'm in my soul, which is why it's so important for me to recognize that I am a spirit man and that I can come righteously before God. And Pastor John also spoke about coming righteous before God. And that's why it was so important for me to continually recognize that I'm a spirit man. So it's um, at, on page four. And Pastor John says, The blood of Jesus speaks of the better things that you and I as spirit beings can live in and live by. That we don't have to tremble at the presence of God. We can freely access into the presence of God. And we can come into the presence of God with boldness as spirit beings. Hmm. Not as perfect humans, but as spirit beings that have Jesus living in your spirit. And so just what the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart while we were going through the message again. Is that I have my confidence in God and my confidence before God because it's my spirit that's incorruptible. It's my spirit that has been made just. And when I come before God, I come before Him as a spirit. Yes. And so, yes, there is my soul and my flesh that I have, but I don't come before God as a soul being or as a flesh being. I come before Him as a spirit being. And so that's why that point really just stood out for me because now, even in my personal time with God, I can come more boldly before him because it's me, spirit Mia, yes. that's coming to him. And it's that spirit Mia that's been recreated and that's just and that's and where the incorruptible seed of the word of, the God, of God yes. is. So yeah. how do you come before God and when do you come before God, Mia? What is your, what is your, your practice with, with the Lord? Not your performance because it's your choice. Yes. It's your choice to yes. want to be a powerful spirit being. Yes. So how, do you, how, how does that happen for you? When well, do you when do you take that time? Well, Pastor Sharon, also in the mornings. I mean, in the morning. <laughs> mentioned it as well. Um, but to wake up in the mornings and to sing to God and to go to the scriptures and to read part of the message to Him. And what I've also what we've been hearing quite recently as well in um, morning prayer and you know just different areas is to have that honesty with God and then I would come to him with honest things and I would say Lord and I'm being honest with you about this and I'm being vulnerable to you about this and I know that God already knows what's in my heart but there's something when I speak to him and I just have that time of speaking to him and then sometimes I go to read who the Holy Spirit is and I let who he is minister to me to you, yes. and so to go to the Psalms and to go to the message and then obvious and then to pray for the nation, to pray for pastor John and for pastor Sharon and to pray, um, my you do day that out. in the morning. Yes. Pastor Sharon. And, and so I can you've go. You've really been indoctrinated. <laughs> I've been you? so indoctrinated. Oh, you've really been. You really, are, you really are, are, are a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving Him everything. Yes, Pastor Sharon, and I come for more indoctrination. You Pastor come Sharon. for more. I come for more. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and you experience His presence in the mornings with you. Yes, Pastor Sharon, and then sometimes, sometimes it doesn't feel like there's much going on but that's also where i'm so grateful for what you've taught us pastor Shay, yes. is when when i don't feel something it doesn't mean that god's not there it just means yes. that i need to be sensitive to him but my confidence is in the word of god and so i yes. still pray and i still sing and sometimes yes. it and sometimes it's glorious and yes and i want to cry or i want to laugh or i jump around in my room and you know yes. but sometimes it doesn't feel like that and, but that doesn't and it change doesn't matter. and it doesn't matter because what have feelings got to do with spiritual things anyway <laughs> yes Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Mia. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. Are you are you done or was there more that you oh. wanted to share? Pastor Jan, I think that that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing for me. Oh, and also I can, thank you, Elizabeth, I can also live that, um, 
On page seven, Pastor John also said, "So all that you, so all that you need in life to live a life of godliness, you have it. You have everything that you need to live life, His life. You have everything that you need for godliness, His way of life. He's given it to you through His divine power, yes. and that's also it's in my spirit." Again, I live that life of godliness in my spirit. And also I receive the messages in my spirit. And that was another thing to not try and reason what I hear out in my soul because I receive it in my spirit. And so that's why really when Pastor John said, you know, I'm a spirit being and it's the inward witness, you know. And even this morning I said to the Lord, it's me, spirit Mia, coming to you this morning. Yes, Mia. Yes. It's me, Spirit Mia. It's me, it's Spirit me. Mia. And I say yes. And I say yes. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for sharing, Thank you, Mia. Pastor Thank you. Okay. Praise the Lord. Glory. Can um. Uh, can you come share with us, Anka? Is Anka here? Can you come share what the Lord has highlighted to you? Out of last week's message? Yes, Pastor Sharon. How do you go through the messages during the week, Anka? Well, Pastor when you get the printed. Yes. When you get the printed, yeah, once the tr- yes. transcription is in, and that's usually about Tuesday night, yes. right? Yes, Pastor Sharon. So, I mean, w- when we went um, through, I will take the children's messages, to actually listen to it and then gr- go through the messages again, that helps me a lot. Yes. To actually listen, to hear it, and to see it in front of my eyes. That really helps me. To so, hear it? Yes. And, and to, to see, see it, it in front of your eyes? Yes, yes. Yes. So that's what I do. And sometimes if I went through the message, then I just look at the points that Holy Spirit highlighted to me. And yes. then I just go through it again. And yes, yes. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And yes. are you amazed, like me, that I thought I heard it all? And here the Lord's showing me actually more during the week. And I'm going... How, how did I miss that on Sunday? Yeah, Pastor Does Jan, that happen to you too? Pastor Jan, every time when I go through the message, it's like I haven't heard it before. It's new. It's, it's so new. new. Yes. Yes. Hey? Yes. Yes. And I yeah. mean, I, I really praise, I praise God because I mean, to actually get it, to understand why you need to do it. And yes. that was so important for me because, I mean, with school, there were so many distractions. And actually now to recognize that school tries to develop your your soul and your flesh. And, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's only spirit. Your spirit is the most important part. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, it was, there were so many things just in this message. And yes. You know, in every message. Yes. So I, I know that because of your diligence, you, you like Pastor Goth, want to read us the whole message. I mean, Pastor yes. Christie also says that I want to actually just preach the whole message to you, you know. But yes. can you give us like a highlight from this yes. message that the Lord yes. really ministered to you? Yes, Pastor Sharon, it's on page six um, in the middle paragraph, in the middle part. It says, the spirit being the life of God that you choose has got more power than anything that is in the natural. And that, the choose part was so... Will you read that again? Yes. So we can just all get yes. it. Okay. So the spirit being, mm. the life of God that you choose, has got more power than anything that is in the natural. Yes. I would really like to hear that again. Yes. The spirit being, the life of God that you choose... 
So it's me. Yeah. I have to choose. I choose. <laughs> Has God more power than anything that is in the natural? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it was that I remember, oh, praise you, Lord. I just remember in, um, in I will take the children messages when we did all of it again. And Miranda said, the ball is totally in your court now. You have to make the decision. Are you going to do this? Or if you're just going to let it slip away and you just hear it, but goes into the one year, goes out of the other one again. Yes. So, yes. And I mean, just what you said, Pastor Sharon, in um, prayer and fasting this weekend, you said, when a person gets born again, he does not become a servant of God. He becomes a child of God. For a son to become a servant, he needs to make a choice. You have to say, I will serve God. And it was, it's so, it's so and I mean, the thing is, Holy Spirit helps you. He really does, so, eh? Yes. He's so present when you're doing what He wants you to do. Exactly. And that is, get yes. what I said on Sunday yes, morning, Anka. Yes. Get what I yes. said. So, Anka, did you hear what I yes. said to you yes. on Sunday morning through an earthen vessel? Yes. Did, do you get it, Anka? Yes. Yes, Pastor Sharon. Yeah. And I mean, I was just... <laughs> Paul go, John said, go for it. <laughs> if... If he's given us all things, who can stop it? Which power? There's only one power that can stop it. Do you want to guess what it is? It's your power of choice. It's the only power that can stop it. It's your power of choice. Yes. And I mean, just just coming back to how the Holy Spirit helps you. I mean, this weekend I was really just asking asking God that I want a deeper, more intimate relationship with Him. Yes. And I mean, it was revealed to me that I need to make the choice to spend time with Him and the more I spend time with him, it, the choice just gets so much easier to spend time with him. Yes. Your, oh, Desire so follows attention. Yes. Whatever you yes. give your attention to, you give yes. your attention to a hobby yes. or a pastime or yes. to anything else yes. actually that you busy yes. your life with you, yes. that's where your desire is. Yes, if you lose your appetite for spiritual things, it means you've been playing hooky. Sure. You've been playing hooky. You've, sure. been, uh, you've gone AWOL. On spiritual things. But the more you develop an appetite for the things of God, the more you want. Yes. Yes, that's so true. Yes. I just have one. Yes, please, Anka. (laughs) Yes, please. Now, this is spirit being touching, spirit being so. You know, I I don't want to let any of you go because this is how we impact each other. You cannot grow spiritually independent of the body of Christ. Suppose we. I cannot. I cannot. It's another spirit being spirit life that touches mine, that causes me to grow as well as my own choice. Yeah. Yes. Um, in Pastor John's 5 of June message, he yes. said, Oof. this isn't a performance thing. This is a choice thing. You don't have to perform and say, I'm going to stop doing this to achieve this, to achieve the beloved status. It's a cho- choice of, I am going to love him. I'm going to pursue him. I'm going to follow his ways. Even if your performance is below the standard, it's the choice of your heart that causes you to rise into that status. Anka, isn't that beautiful? Yes. I want to just show you. I want to show you what gets done here.
when I was working with Pastor John's house, the apostles' teaching. And I was like, what? what? Why are you showing me that, Pastor Sharon? You think, I've got to do that? But God has brought this ministry because people's hearts have said, you are my example, Pastor Sharon. I will follow you as you follow Christ. Thank you for that, Anka. It's a pleasure, Is there something else? There's one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. It was just a martyr dear. And you see, this is the honor we have for one another. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I follow yours. It's in that same uh, 5th of June message on yes. page 10 where Pastor John says, If you choose not to live by the words of God, you are going to live a dysfunctional lifestyle because you are choosing to sometimes live in God and sometimes not. You can, you can say that again. S- say that again. The sent- Tell yeah. us that again, that sentence. If you choose not to live by the words of God, you are going to live a dysfunctional lifestyle because you are choosing to sometimes live in God and sometimes not. <laughs> I wrote their big anchor. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've got yes. Sharon's also all over my messages. It's like... You just know the Holy Spirit yes. saying, take note of that. Yes, yes. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Thank yes. you, my darling. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, Tishri, come. Come share with us your highlight. Thank you, Anka. Woo! <laughs> These are holy conversations. Holy conversations with you. I mean... The anointing is so strong for me, for me here. It just, when another spirit being, a strong spirit being, comes with spirit life, it goes whoosh over me. Whoosh. It's wonderful. Come, Tishri. I guess I've asked the show and yes. the point that stood out for oh, me yeah, the no, most. You've got it on your thing and it's, like it. it's got green and pink and everything and blue. The whole The whole transcription. Oh, ma. I'll I'm, read the whole transcription for you, Pastor Sharon. <laughs> the main one for you. The main the one main for one me, for Pastor you. Sharon, yes, was tissue. when Pastor John said, the real you is the spirit you. Yes. And then I just went to look up the word real, yes. where it came from. And it, it comes from an old French word meaning kingly or pertaining from a king. Yes. And it's just, it was mind-blowing for me that you're born of Christ, born again, you're related to God, you a king, you're a prince in the yes. kingdom, but just the real you is also kingly. Kingly, just that oh. that word had that meaning. Just this connection was mind blowing for me. Yeah. Wow, Tishri. Yeah. Just, just being drawn by the Holy Spirit, yeah. just to look up the one word. What does that mean? Yeah. And then He shows you kingly. Kingly. Yeah, son King. of God. Son of God. Your royalty. Royalty. Yeah. 
another point. That was too shortish. <laughs> we want more. Another point that Pastor John also said is, your spirit man is incorruptible because Jesus lives in you. Yes. And it doesn't matter what your natural person is, it's your spirit. It's about your spirit. We have to be aware of the spirit. Yes. And it just the whole message just reminded me of something Tani Hazel said in Bible school. Yes. And the subject of how to be led by Holy Spirit is yes. that God speaks spirit to spirit. That's if you're not right. in the spirit, you can't follow the leading of Holy Spirit, of God. You can't walk in the plans that he has for you. No, you can't. You have to be connected. Spirit. You have to be spiritual. aware. spirit. That's right. You have to have respond to the desire to want to cultivate the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You have to believe that he is who God sent him to, to be in us, yeah. right? That he will declare, he will disclose, he will transmit, and yeah. he will reveal things to us. Lead yes. us into all the truth. Show us of things to come. Yeah. All the wonderful things in John 14, 15, and 16, yes. right? Yes. Right, yes. and the Holy Spirit is becoming real to you, Tishri. Yeah. More yeah. real than ever yes. before. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. yes. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise, praise you, Jesus. Praise Hallelujah. Glory to you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You thought of another thing, I right? Find it. Find it. It's just after Pastor John spoke about the lions then and the kitty cats. Yes. Lions, <laughs> <laughs> it's just for me amazing how the spirit realm is so much more powerful than anything in the natural realm and it can overwhelm and overpower. It's not even a contest. It's like a little kitty cat. It's like a kitten. Yes. You can hold it in your hand. It's not even, it's not even a contest. Yes. Yeah. That's how powerful mm. our spirit life yeah. it is and can be mm. if we choose yeah. to put the spirit man first. Yeah. That Satan will come and when that, there's that scripture that says resist the devil and he will... F Submit yourself to God. In other words, his word yes, and what he's saying yes. about this situation. Mm. Resist the devil and he will flee from yes. you. The original translation says in stark terror. Yes. He flees from yes. you. There goes, yes. the, there, there goes the lion seeking whom he made a vower and he flees a kitty yes. cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Pastor John also said in this message that if you're on assignment with God, natural power can't defeat you. Yes. If you're in assignment, if you're in the will and if you planted putting your foot in the message, the natural realm can't defeat you. It can't. The spirit will. Yes. Rule. But if you just jointed and dismembered, you can't, and dislocated from, 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 and, and not planted, mm. you become, what does what Pastor John say in that, Anka, dysfunctional? Dysfunctional, yeah. Dysfunctional, yeah. yeah. You kind of live your life in a limbo. Sometimes you hit it and sometimes you miss it. Mm. And sometimes you hit it and sometimes mm. you miss it. Yeah. 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 Thank you, my darling. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Tish. Thank you, my darling. All right. Okay, fine. Um, Luke, here you are. Thank you, Tish. I like that coloring on the document on the laptop. Uh, I will 
I'll get there. I mean, I know you're already there, but we've trained you with paper, right, Luke? Pardon? There's all my highlighters there, all my points. All the points on every page, (laughs) really. Thank you, Luke, for sharing with us some highlights of what the Holy Spirit ministered to you. So, Pastor Sharon, the big point for me um, in this message that the Lord ministered to me on was, you know, to actually see yourself as a spirit being, but seeing yourself as a spirit being that you've got the answer, that you are the answer to every problem. So, Pastor John said here on page six, he said, you spirit being, you are the answer in every room. You are the answer to every problem. You are the being that has the wisdom of God, that has the knowledge of God. If you get into his presence, you get into his word, you get into his ways, you have the answer. So just to see yourself, and Pastor John, use the example, you know, when you walk into a room, the Holy Spirit stops him, you are the smartest. Yes. And as Christians, we, are, we have the answers, that I have the answer, because I'm a spirit being that's connected to God. Yes. So, that's, so liberate, that's liberating to me to see that, you know, when I walk into a room, I am the smartest. <laughs> in the room. Right. So that was really powerful for me. Shoo. And that also showed me, I wrote here, yeah, that reveals the mind of Christ. Yes. That is the mind of Christ. Yeah. That is the mind of Christ. So that was a powerful point for me. And then another powerful point. Oh, sorry. No. No. Take your time. This is how we take our time on a Sunday when we come together like this. So just on page four, uh, Pastor John was talking. Oh, my nose. It's looking like me. <laughs> a bit too. Yeah, but, but Luke's got paste, papers and even Notes. little pieces of paper. <laughs> fall out from everywhere because okay 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 so <laughs> let me just yeah this is handwritten so just to clarify i do yes. go through it on a computer as well <laughs> so just make, to clarify pastor john i do go through it on the computer as well <laughs> but then i printed and put it in paper yes yes, yes. um so just another powerful point was on page four Pastor John said that he, but he is the judge of all. And if you are a just man, then you are just because your spirit is made perfect or mature. Your spirit, not your mind or your flesh, your spirit. So just to see that in context that, you know, when the Bible talks about, talks about the just, that it's the perfect spirit, it's the mature spirit. So then you look at that scripture, the just shall live by faith. It's the mature spirit, the perfect spirit that shall live by faith. Oh. The just, the mature. Yes. Wow, Luke. Thank you. We, we, it's, time is just too short, John. It's just too short. I mean, can you... Well, Brother Jerry prophesied it. I will say that. That we will have meetings where we will not be aware of the time. Praise the Lord. I'm pressing for that in prayer. I'm pressing for that in prayer. Where we will all be so like Paul when he was preaching. And after a few hours, that young man fell out the window. Yeah. And they had to go and raise him from the dead. Are you looking forward to that too, Luke? Yes, <laughs> okay, right? six hours. Let's go. Yo, yo. I long for that. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Master Sharon. Okay. Jess, thank you. Jess? 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can I hold that for you? Of course. Can I hold your phone? Oh, you need your phone. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> we hold that for you. I should have planned this a bit better. <laughs> okay. um, so my first point, Pastor Sharon, that I wanted to speak about was Pastor John spoke about when you watch movies and that is corruptible to corruptible. So I just want to read. When you watch movies, corruptible to corruptible. Pastor John said here, it triggers a lust emotion in you rather than a spirit of God. It speaks to your corruptible man, not your incorruptible man. If this washes over you all the time, you begin to act in line with what you've been watching because it is corruptible to corruptible. If you listen to the word of God, hear the word of God, speak the word of God, it impacts your incorruptible man and then it can deal with any corruption that comes to you. So that was really huge for me, Pastor Sharon, that Pastor G spoke about that you need to prioritize your spirit life and your spirit being. And um, like everyone has said, your spirit being is the real you. And um, you always speak about how your eyes and your ears are the gates to your heart. And I actually just want to go to Pastor Yeah, your eye gate and your ear gate, what you let in. That's what entertainment means. You let the... That which your eyes are watching and your ears are hearing enter you and then you contain it in you. That's what entertainment means. It enters your eyes, your ears, goes into your heart and your heart contains it. Yeah, so read the Um, scripture. Pastor John, just before I go to the scripture, Pastor John also spoke about that what you develop, what you focus on is what you develop. And that is what you are nourishing and what you're growing. In Proverbs 4:20 says, "My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for it flows for from it flows the springs of life." So Pastor Sharon is really huge because what you focus on is what you develop so if you're focusing on the things that are growing your soul and growing your mind and growing the corruptible being then that is what you will become and that's what's getting into your heart because that's what you're feeding your eyes and your ears because that's the gateway and when you like proverbs 4 says when you don't let the word of god depart from your eyes and you listen to his sayings and you listen to the word of god with your ears then that gets into your heart and that develops your spirit being and that's who we're supposed to be and then Pastor John also said that, um, I just put it in my own words here, it says, my spirit man is the only thing that can make a difference in my life. 
It is the only thing that can change my future. And your spirit man positions, positions you in high places with God in eternity. So that's the only thing that should matter. That's right. Yes. That while we're on earth, we live our spirit life because that's all we take with us throughout eternity. Yes. Any corruptible things we give ourselves to, it, it doesn't stand in eternity at all. Yes. So read that again. Read that again, Jess. My spirit man is the only thing that can make a difference in my life. It's the only thing that can change my future. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Wow. Glory. You see, this is a beloved. A beloved is one that does things that please God. Right? He loves all of us. He loves all of us the same, but then there's a beloved. Hey? Yes, yes Pastor Sharon. Because that's why God called Jesus his beloved, is because he always does the things that I tell him to do, and he says the things that I, that, that I tell him to say. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And we're not wanting to become a beloved through performance, but through choice. Yeah. Choice to love him. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jess, so much. Come, Caitlin. Hallelujah. Yes, here you are, right here. Let me hold that for you while you... Praise the Lord. I also wanted to go to the whole transcription, but I had to leave myself notes that I kept on the right path. <laughs> We'd be hearing Pastor John's <laughs> message like however many people I call up over and over and over again because yes. you're so full of it, right? Yes, yes. Okay, give us the hi- yeah. a highlight here, Caitlin. Your Pastor Sharon, something in it actually goes so great after what Jess just said, but something I just had in my heart to ask the Lord when, when I was going through the message was, okay, Lord, I'm an inter- incorruptible spirit yes. and I must nourish my incorruptible spirit, not my corruptible soul. Yes. So how do I do that? And so um, it just says here, Pastor John said, your spirit man is incorruptible because Jesus lives in your spirit. It's on the inside of you, that being that is made up of you, spirit being, so this being is incorruptible. So then I also just had, um, just going over it again last night, that song that you sang yesterday, To Be Like Jesus. Jesus, And I just, that... When you say yes to Jesus and he comes to live in your heart as your savior, everything you need, his spirit in you, is you've got that um, potential to be like him because you are an incorruptible spirit and your father is the incorruptible father of spirits. Um, So I just wrote here, as much as I choose to sow to the spirit, nourish my spirit man and abide in the word, that part of me is incorruptible. Jesus has put the incorruptible spirit in me, and by the help of the Holy Spirit, I can be like him, and I press to be like him. So I just said, when you choose to be like, when you choose God, and you choose the incorruptible way, that there will be that confrontation. But yes. like Pastor John said here, you can say no, and you say to the, corru- the, to the confrontation, no, I'm not going to let the corruptible mind influence and incorrupt my spirit. 
Yes. Or corrupt my spirit. spirit. Yes. yes. I say to my incorruptible spirit, spirit man, command me what to do. Command me through the word of God. Command me by the Holy Spirit. Command me in my mind what to do because I am a spirit man first. Yes. So when I enter an, an environment or I walk through, the, walk through the door and I see a situation, I'm spirit man first. And so I say to my spirit man, what do I do now? Yes. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, if I remember correctly, Pastor John mm. said, when you walk into an environment that's a soul environment, even if it's with Christians yes. that are not developing their spirit man, mm. it's, you just keep quiet. Yeah, yeah. I think Pastor John even Did said he say that. that. He said, I have to remember what color I highlighted it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably yeah, another place. I think so. But it, this just says here um, that even a, a person that is operating in the soul, the way to break through to the person is to speak spirit to spirit. Even yes. if the person comes back at you with soul, soul stuff and mind stuff, speak to the spirit man. Hallelujah. Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's so important for us. Yeah. When we come into contact with carnal Christians, mm. to not talk back their carnality with them. Yeah. Not allow their carnality to... P- bring you down to their level but to rather be quiet and and tap into your spirit man to say how do i speak yes. do i speak yes. to the spirit yeah. here yes. are there words from you holy spirit to speak mm-hmm. to the spirit here yeah. and not just to get into jesting and joking and and get onto where they want you to pull you to yes Praise the, Lord. Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Thank you, Simon. Hallelujah. Glory to you, God. Thanks, Betty. Thank you, Simon. Thanks, Pastor Sharon. Thanks, Caitlin. So, uh, actually, it's amazing because um, you know, Luke and Caitlin have spoken on both these points that I want to speak about now quickly. I just want to highlight again. Yes, we want to hear it again. <laughs> Simon, we enjoy to hear the same things over and over and over again Amen. until we get it, right? Yeah, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. So I just, um, you know, I just want to go back to that is um, on page six um, in the middle, there is no natural power that can defeat you if you're in the presence of God, if you're in the will of God, and if you're on the assignment of God. And so those things are, are, are very important to, to be on the, on the assignments of God, to be in the will of God. And specifically speaking into going to business meetings, you know, with, like Pastor John's spoken about it in the past, you know, you go into a meeting and what is the agenda here? What's, what is, what's going on here? And, and so this is where this really spoke to me coming out of that space is just, if you just drop down a bit further there, it says, you spirit being, you are the answer in every room. So you, you are the answer to every problem. And so Pastor John's always said, we are, we are problem solvers. And that's a declaration that I then make here, is that I am the answer to every problem. And when I go into that business meeting in that room, I declare and I'm saying, Lord, speaking spirit to spirit and saying, I'm a problem solver and I'm, and I'm pressing for that answer. And, and, it's, and so you are the answer to every problem, Pastor John says. You are the being that has the wisdom of God, that has the knowledge of God, if you get into his presence, you get into his word, and you get into his ways. So I just said those, those are three points. Yes. His presence, his word, and his ways. You have the answer. And so that's something that you, can, you have to completely faith it 
in that moment. Yes. But you have the declarations that is in your spirit, incorruptible man, to then have the answers in there. And like you say, Pastor Sharon, is then to keep quiet. But you know, but when you have the wisdom then to speak, exactly. it goes through to exactly. to to this to the next point of 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 breaking through. Yes. Uh, what page was that on? Kate? No, So this was uh, then I then I write you declare this and declare this. So I've yes. got things written in here. You get your seed of the things you want to say out of a message, right? That's what we do as well. Yes. So I in the mornings this. when I when I'm going through it, then I say I wrote, I've written you declare this, so then I can go back and I can declare this. And so my, things, my, my spirit is real, is the real me. Yes. And uh, and then a bit further in that paragraph, I just put a big block around this and wrote wow. But um, so if you have an understanding of this, then when you talk to another spirit being that's a born again spirit and you understand that God is dealing with a spirit being and the life of God is in the spirit and you recognize that every activity is to try and control the mind and the soul of that person. The way you break through to a person is to speak to the spirit man. Even if the person comes back at you with soul stuff and mind stuff, speak to the spirit man. Yes. Um, and, I, and I kind of said you can you can go around the soul and mind and speak straight to the spirit. You know you can. That was that was there's, saying to there's me. There's wisdom spirit. available to you to from you. the Holy Spirit to do that. Yeah, That's exactly what Abigail did. Yes. Here was David coming in his soul, mm. and she spoke to the king in him, even when the fool was speaking. Mm. And so she was speaking to his spirit, man. Yes. You're better than this. Yes. You're going to be king. You don't want to live with this on your conscience. Even though he was coming with his soul. Mm. So this is available to us because it says she was a woman of understanding. And so we are people that have this wisdom in us, Simon. Amen. Amen. And that's the declaration and just the faith thing that I can take out of the message. Yes. For my day to day. Exactly. As you go into your day and declare it in your morning. That's right. Because the Bible talks about declaring. That's why we talk about declaring. The Bible scripture says, I will decree and declare a thing and it shall be established for me by God. And the light of his favor will shine upon all of my ways. Why? Because I've declared and decreed a thing. thing. This is the thing that you would need going into a meeting. Or, or every day. Mm. We de- so God, when you, when you open up your mouth to begin to decree and declare, mm. like Pastor Garth was sharing, when mm. he wakes up in the morning, he begins to decree and declare. Yes. Because it's a godly thing. And yes. God gives you words. Yes. And he'll bring these things to your remembrance. Because yes. sometimes you, you get overwhelmed with all of these messages. But because you've got decrees and declarations from here, it's already in your spirit. Yes. And so he'll... Bring it up at another time. At the right It'll, time. At the right time for the right occasion. Yes. Amen. Yes. And then there is... Amen, Pastor Sharon. Yes. There was, there was, amen. <laughs> there's one other just small please, thing that I just please, had. Simon. It was a very simple thing that just came to me last night. Was, um, you know, the way that the, the, the transcription... When in the front, it's got all the scripture references in the beginning. Here, and you were talking about lucky dipping the message or lucky dipping the word. Yeah. You can't um, lucky dip the word and pull out the scripture for yourself if it's, if it's not in the context of that book that's written. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I said to you in the mornings, you get this, 
I said, yeah, read these and all those scriptures. Don't decontextualize and lucky dip the, the word. You know, so actually, there's your, there's your scriptures to be reading. You know, so I think oftentimes you, you in the word and you think, okay, well, I'm just going to open here. And no, there, there in the message is all the, 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 the specific scriptures that are all the answers to all your problems yes. out of that message in the word. Yes. Printed in bold on the top. Because in and they're every, in context. That's right. That's exactly what Simon is saying. Mm. All the scriptures that the Holy Spirit tells Pastor John to bring. Yes. The scriptures speak to your heart if you speak the scriptures. Yes. The scriptures speak to your heart if you speak the scriptures. That's also part of how we've been trained together. Let the scriptures in the messages speak to your heart. You speak the scriptures. Those are my go-to mess, uh, go-to scriptures. Then those are your go-to week. scriptures. That's yes. your seed. Yes. Two. Yes. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, Daniel, come. Your highlight. I know you also want to go through the whole message. <laughs> In fact, all, all the messages of the whole year. <laughs> I, I put stickers where God shows me main points and I found that my whole transcriptions is full of stickers. I'm always almost <laughs> out of uh, stickers. So um, <laughs> we're going to have to get some more. Yes. But, um, we need to go back to gym nets in, oh, in Pretoria. <laughs> yes, that's a shame. Yeah, so um, everybody has actually mentioned all of it, um, yes. but I will go through it again. Yes, but the Holy Spirit it comes from your spirit. Yes, 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 exactly, Pastor Shane. So, yo, that was really powerful what Pastor John Oof, said. I can, I can see. <laughs> full, full of stickers. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, but really what everybody has mentioned here and that we, my spirit is incorruptible seed. And um, the Holy Spirit sometimes leads me to get the definition of a word because that just means it's, it gives me the full meaning of what Pastor John said. Because, yo, Pastor Sharon has taught me that everything we hear, it's just on a certain level. And as you go with it, the Holy Spirit, it's a level to another level to another level. You, you never can stop learning from the word. Um, and that's why we never get familiar with the word, because you can ever always grow in revelation from that. Yes, so yes. incorruptible means not subject to decay. And so what that means, it does not decline in strength, soundness or prosperity or in any degree of excellence or perfection. And yo, that was so massive for me to know that Pastor John always t- um, teaches us that God is uh, in a perfect state of being because he is love. It's a perfect state of being and our spirit comes straight from God. So our spirit is a perfect state of being. Yes. And so where I want to go with that, and Angst, you mentioned it so powerfully, is the choice factor. Yes. Um, yo, that was so powerful for me. And it really is God gave each one of us a free choice mm. um, and you have the choice to serve God and you have the choice to serve yourself, which is, in other words, the enemy working through you. Yes. Because, yeah, that is the, the way that the world teaches you is yes. to learn and think the way the world does. Yes. So what I want to mention here, I just want to get that. And Simon, you also mentioned it, um, is Pastor John taught us that my spirit being, because of my spirit being, I'm always the smartest person in the room. Yes. So it is that choice if you choose to ever 
always enter a room, and Pastor John said here, let your spirit be first in that room. So if you choose to let your spirit be first in that room, you will be the smartest person in the room. And um, the world, it really, I I wrote this here for myself. I just want to get that. Find it. We're not in a hurry. Yes. I wrote this here. The world is designed to give power to the soul and to diminish the power of the spirit because then your spirit is in connection with God. And when you're in connection with God, you are a problem solver in that in that place and so the world is designed to make you constantly think about your soul so when i come into a situation what do i think now everybody is looking at me okay i learned at school i have to do this i learned it and it's it's actually they bombard your mind with knowledge and it's actually all the voices constantly you don't have clarity at all and pastor john said today that um you can't have oh what was that i wrote it down here you can't, be, you can't be satisfied without God. That's it. You will yes. never be satisfied without God. Yes. So where I want to go with this, and Pastor yes. John also said in yes. this message, um, I just want to get it. There we go. And I wrote it all down here. I'm just going to yes. read what Pastor John said here. Is yes. The development of my spirit should be number one priority because after I have developed my spirit man, he will lead me to the correct amount of intellect that I should... Um, that I should, sorry, let me get this here. Yes, the correct amount of intellect that I should spend on accumulating knowledge that is useful to the natural system. If I develop my spirit, it will guide me into how I should use my body and how it becomes useful in the natural world. Yes. So that point really stood out for me. Yes. And what I really yes. took about that is if I choose to first enter into a room with my spirit, my spirit is the most intelligent person. It makes me the most intelligent person in that room. And it will show me how I must use my soul and how I must use my body in that place. Because God gave us a soul and a body. He didn't, yes. he didn't make a mistake by doing no, that. No, he no. exactly yes. purposefully gave us that. So, But if we grow our spirits first, then we know how to use our body and our soul in each situation and it was just massive for me because um if i don't grow my spirit then i'm i'm kind of i don't know what to do you you're in the world but you're going with the world you're going with the flow you don't have purpose you actually just go how it goes and so go how it goes yeah right yes. because you're not living from your spirit yes. by default you're living from your soul exactly it's not a there's there's not another christian you can no. be in between no. a soul and a spirit no no. It's yes. you spiritual yeah. or you, you are developed in your soul in knowledge so that you can connect with the souls around you in yes. the world system. Yes, yes. And that is corruptible to corruptible then. Like Jay said um, with movies, that's corruptible to corruptible. Yes. And then you link to the world corruptible to corruptible. And that's what you develop in your soul and that's what you take to you with eternity. That's, that's where you take nothing with you to eternity. Nothing. yes. It's because it's all just soul. Yes. You don't take any soul stuff with you to eternity. Yeah. You only take spirit things spirit with stuff. you yes. to eternity. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And if I can say on that, yes, Pastor please. Sharon, yes, please, um, what Daniel. Pastor John mentioned this morning, actually, in, um, let me just get it here, in the service, he said, if I love God and I abide in him, everything I do now on the earth lives forever. But yes. if I love the world, everything I do now dies with me. And that was massive for me. That either I choose to take things with me to eternity or I choose to let these things die with me on the earth where I am now. Yeah. Danielle, read that again. You see she's yes. already in the next message, in this morning's message. Yeah. Can you see that? Mm. 
Do you experience that? She's already, because desire follows attention. Whatever you give your attention to, with your energy and your time, is what you'll develop into. Read that again, Danielle. If I love God and I abide in Him, everything I do now on the earth lives forever. But if I love the world, everything I do now dies with me. Reminds me of that scripture, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. But to be carnally minded is death. So it dies with me. All my carnal thinking, all my worldly thinking just dies with me. But to be spiritually minded, it carries on into eternal life. Oh, thank you, my darling. Thank you, you, Danielle, for being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. I've got one more person. You, would you want to come now? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Danielle. I don't want to stop you, Ms. Kevin, but I just want to say something. All right. You may. Well, I just want to say thank you, uh, first of all, to Pastor Sharon, to Taryn, Pastor Christy, the people that Sunday after Sunday make their time available to do this with the, with the, the people that are wanting to come here. And... Uh, it's been an amazing thing for me to watch the development in all of the people that are doing this every week. So I just, I just want to ask the question. If you have two Christians, two Christians that are, are wanting to do something, which is the one that is most likely to hear the voice of God and be accurate in what God wants to do? These people that are in the Word or people that are just lucky dipping? You understand how important this is? Is because if you are focused, you're planted, and you're studying the Word of God, God speaks to you, He develops and nourishes and nurtures your spirit, man. And so <clears throat> that's why there's a lot of Christians that are saying, I'm a Christian, I go to church, I do all of that kind of, but they're not on assignment and they don't have this kind of development. I, I know who I want to have on my side. In the trenches with me, it's the people that are are doing this, developing their spirit, man. So now I just have a, a a fun question. Just a fun question. If all of these spirit beings are in the room and they're all they're all uh, in the Word, and they're all believing God for something, who's the, most, who's the most intelligent one of all of these in the room? <laughs> so here's, here's the power. Here's, right. Here's the power of what I'm just saying. <laughs> if you've got a whole bunch of people that come into a room that are seeking the will of God and they're all doing the foot and the message... The answer will be given. They'll all witness with it. Then the Bible says where two or three are gathered together in my name. I'm in the midst of them. They can ask me anything and I will give it to them. So they are setting themselves up for the power of collective greatness in agreement because they're all going through the same message. They're declaring the same thing. They're doing the same development. One day God's going to trigger this. 
I've already told them this. One day God's going to trigger this. And they're going to jump to the next level because they're going to be the solutions. They're going to be the answers. They're going to have the way to go because they're doing this every week. And day in, day out. And day in, day out. So th- this is the generation that will have the answers. It's not the guys that come out of Harvard. I promise you, you take all of the Harvard Law School guys that are coming out and they all have a different opinion about what's going to happen next on the Supreme Court of America. Or if you have people coming out of UCT or UJ or whatever, it's going to have the answers in Parliament, South African Parliament. These are the, we are the ones that have the answers. Because we will hear the mind of Christ and then we will go just quietly like now we're right in the middle of the Whitbank Town Council, touching all the senior people, all of the, se- all of the senior management. We are touching them with our solution that we are providing them in a practical way and we become the salt of the earth and then God can use us. And so I just want to say thank you really because every Sunday this is a commitment that we go through this. Hallelujah. To facilitate this kind of conversation. So I want thank you. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. I'm leaving now, but please don't stop. No, I will. I will. No, there's on. just two more. Yeah, two on. more. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just remembering now. Essie, will you come, Esther? Please. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. So it's so amazing, really, just based on what everyone said right now, and even um, Danny and Pastor John, because, but in, I'm going to say how. The point that stood out for me and yes, just the way and I how saw it, it did. Yes, Esther. Um, so, for me, that really stood out was to be conscious of this, to be um, to be conscious of your spirit, man, and that we are spirit beings. And going back to it's a war of words, and you're not. Um, you, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but it's a, it's with war of words. You see, now everybody that's been in the messages understands exactly what she's talking about. War of Words was another message, other messages of Pastor John's, you see. That's why the Bible says when you're in a local church, you be of one mind, one heart, one accord. This is how you be it. We're all singing off the same hymn sheet. Glory to God. Yes. So, Pastor Sharon, it was just amazing for me because it's a war of words. And I thought about um, David. And Pastor John said, um, you're teaching us through the messages how to kill our lions and our bears, but we're called for the Goliaths. And that is with, it's your covenant. It's with the promises of God. It's what the word gives you. And that's the words that you bring into every situation. That's how you solve the problems is you bring the word of God through that you get through the messages to every situation in your life, whether it is relationships, whether it is health, whether it is finances, Yes, you take the word of God yes. and you bring that. Yes. Yes, Father Shane. Yes. So, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, yes, so that was big for me. It's a war of words. I have to be covenant-minded. I have to bring the word of God. And that's also in another message, Pastor John spoke about the strong man. And um, how when you bring light and truth, that's how you take authority. Because when you are submitted to God's word yes. and you walk in his word and you speak his word and you are planted in the messages, you are planted, you are under spiritual authority. And then you speak the word of God into every area of your life. That's when you have authority. Yes. And that's when you kill the lions and the bears and the Goliaths. That's 100%. <laughs> 
the truth. And so what was amazing for me is um, the, my covenant rights, the God's promises, I have it because the blood of Jesus paid for it. And it's not, um, it's not because of performance. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Um, yes, so let me go there. So, Pastor John started, our war is against the spirits that drive humans. It's not against humans. And those are the ones who wins in the heavenly realm, in the heavenly realms, recognizing that it's spirits. You're dealing with spirits. Yes. Um, you are a spirit being. You're not dealing with humans. So, that, just to clarify what I said now. Yes. Um, and then Pastor John said, spirits have war with words, and they have war with words that have authority and the legitimacy and legality of words that are spoken. And so it was amazing for me that we are spirit beings and we have the legal right to receive everything from God, regardless of what those were, because it's a contest in the spirit. He spoke about the angels, yes. but he said, um, we, because we are sons of God, because we are spirit beings, the blood of Jesus paid the price to, for our rights, our covenant rights. So we have the right to receive everything from God. And as we see, yes, as we speak his words, so let me just move. Um, thank you, Holy time. Spirit. Yeah, I must just keep on my... Thank you, Lord Jesus, yes. Yes, you send forth the word of God in every area of your life. Yes. And so that was... Yes, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, so for every situation in my life, I have to send forth the word of God. But coming back to Pastor John saying, you have to nurture your spirit, man. Because if I don't nurture my spirit, man, through the messages, if I don't feed my spirit, man, I won't have those solutions. So I have to first, because he went to 2 Peter, or 1 Peter, sorry, yes. 2 Peter, 2 Peter. Can I put yeah, this down? Please. Thank you. Okay. Yes, this was huge for me. He said, okay, so grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And then he said, if you have a lack of knowledge of the Lord Jesus, you lack grace and peace. So that was big for me. And Pastor John has said it in, the, in another message as well, is that we have to be redeemed from a lack of knowledge. And so that was amazing for me is for me to actually kill the lions and the bears, to bring the solutions in every room, to be spirit conscious, I have to have the word of God in my spirit. I have to feed my spirit. Feeding and nourishing my spirit man is my priority. And then I have the solutions in every situation of my life. And those, the words, the, um, because we have to seek him, we have to get to know him in the word of God. Yes, um, you not have a lack of knowledge. And those words comes from every message. Yes. So for ex can I give an example? Please, please okay. go, Esther. So, and how Pastor Christy also taught us is, because his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. And Pastor John said it this morning, that now we have the knowledge of God saying, you have unprecedented favor. Yeah. That you have the knowledge, so you have the word. You have the knowledge and now you can apply it. But actually what I'm saying is I can't be the solution in every area of my life if I don't have the word in my heart. I have to feed my spirit man. Yes. yes. And um, so now I can speak that. And so I do this in the week as well. I pray this out that thank you, Lord, that your divine power has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. And so, for example, that all things pertaining to life means I have the... 
um, gear that I need to go on a trip. I have all the natural things. Your blessing is making me rich, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that um, you supply all of my needs according to your riches. But I can say this because I'm... And I'm in the word. Exactly. You're in context of Philippians. You're not lucky dipping that scripture like most Christians do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and I am a tither, so I can take my covenant. That's my covenant connector. Yes. And so that was so amazing for me as well. That Pastor John said, "That's your covenant connector." So I can stand on God's promises for my life. His word um, in every every area of my life. Was I clear? Sorry. You were clear. Okay. You were clear. (laughs) You were clear. You were clear to me. Okay. Because I'm clear on the messages. Okay. Yes. It might take some others a little while (laughs) to catch up because they're not they're not in the messages like this. Is there something else you wanted to say? No, Pastor Sharon, I think that's it. Just to long story short. Yes, come. <laughs> Long come, story Esther. short is um, that it's a war of words and it's about what you speak. And yes. um, it's your, like David, he brought his covenant rights. It's the, you have to speak the word of God in every situation of your life. You have to develop, uh, you have to depend, like Pastor John said this morning, you have to depend on the word of God in every, like he had to, de- you and Pastor John had to depend on the word of God in your relationship and in your marriage. So yes. that's what I'm just saying is we have to depend on the word of God to bring the, the solutions in our lives. But in order for you to have the solutions and to have that, you have to nourish your spirit man. You have to put the word of God in your heart yes. and that's going to come through the messages. Yes. Yeah. And I think one of the other things the pastor John also said is yes. going to come through praying in the spirit as well. Yes. Pastor. yes. So that's a practical way that you can do practical. it as well to so build up your I know spirit. I asked you this yesterday, but could you please tell us again, yes, how do you, how do you practically yes, pastor. on a regular, wh- what do you do with the Lord that you're getting to know him like this and yes, that pastor. you're getting so full of the word like this? What, what are you actually doing? To get to know him. To get to know Pastor Sharon, I'm in the messages. So practically, I go to the Psalms. I speak to God when? When in the morning. I wake up in the morning. Yes. Um, I speak to him. I sing to him. Um, yes, I go to the Psalms. I just love on him. I abide in him. Because like I've said yesterday, is I had to recognize that I come boldly into his presence because of his blood. And that's why it was so powerful for me as well, that I have covenant rights because of his blood, not by my performance. Yes. And coming back to the choice of heart, it's, it's your choosing to love him, it's choosing to come to him, choosing to be with him, to spend time with him, and then he will reveal things to you. And as you spend time, because seeking him is seeking his word and seeking his ways. Yes. So if I want to know him in in an area of finances or an area of relationships, I'm going to seek his word. For that area in my life. And that's to know him. So that's how I do it. I go to his word. And through the messages. And just something that I wanted to mention too. Is Bible school helps me so much. With actually receiving the messages. And being able to apply it. Because I was just thinking. I'm going a little bit. Go. go. Um, So. Brother Kenneth E. Hagen, because Pastor John spoke a lot about development. And um, so he, that Hagen said actually in the Bible school, um, in one of his books, that the moment you have the life of God in you, the, um, so it's John 1, that the, in him was life and yes. the light 
the life was the light and the light of men. Yes. It's it's in John 1. Yes. yes. And so he says, because you have the life of God in you, and that's being what Pastor John also spoke about, is you have to be spirit conscious. You have to be aware of the power that is inside of you. And um, because you have the life of God in you and because you have the light of God in you, that word light actually means development. So because you have the life of God in you, you can say and believe that, thank you, Lord, that you are developing my spirit. You are developing my mentality. So he actually gave a testimony of how his, and I mean, we're not about that of competing and comparing because he was speaking about um, just in school, giving an example of how his grades actually in the natural um, improved and developed yes, because, because of, of the word yes, because that he of put the word. in his heart. Yes, and because of the life of God that was on the inside of yes. him. So that was just so powerful for me as well. As, and that's why you can also be the smartest man in the room because you are led by the Holy Spirit, yes. because you are aware of God in you. You're aware of the power in you. Yes, um, yes. So, yes, um, what I do... In the morning. In the morning. Yeah, in the morning I sing to him. Pastor Garth and I are busy with a song. And the title of the song is In the Morning. <laughs> we've got all the scriptures. Yes. Glory to in God. In the morning yeah, I direct morning. my voice to him. In I the say morning. that a lot to him. I, I come by his blood. Um, yes. I, will, I pray for, first of all, I pray for those who are in authority. I will pray for oh, Pastor you John. Do. Um, you actually Shad. obey that word yes, in First Timothy? Yes, Pastor Oh, you Shad. do that word? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful to be a doer of the word. <laughs> to first of all pray for those of that are in authority. Yes. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful to be obedient, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> and so, yes, I pray first for those who are in authority. Um, I pray so, and for, our, so for Pastor John and Brother Jerry. Yes. And also because as the church goes, so goes the nation. Yes. And um, so yeah, that's big on its own. But um, And I pray for our president and our nation. I pray for you, all of you. Um, and like I said yesterday, is, so I didn't do that always. So I had to, I press into that now more and more to pray for others. Yes. And like I said yesterday, because the desire of my heart is that as I pray for all of you, that my love grows for the body. That's right. And yes, because the more you, if you pray for someone by the spirit, your love grows for them. That's exactly a biblical truth. You don't pray for someone else. You don't, you don't, your love is not accurate. Maybe just an emotion or a gratitude. But when you pray for someone, you actually can't say against them. Esther? And um, so I would also then pray for my own life. Yes. And um, I mean, we've been taught powerfully every single day. You've been um, quite indoctrinated, <laughs> yeah. Esther. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to pray out um, the plan of God pray for your out life. Yes. From Kenneth Hagin's book, I've been teaching them. Yes, and for your day. For your day, you pray out your day because David yes. says, Teach us to number our days yes. that we may get us a heart of wisdom so you can pray out your whole day. Yes. Because I taught you that. You're actually doing what I taught you? Yes, Pastor. That's Sharon. wonderful, <laughs> Esther. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that there's someone that's listening. That I'm not standing up here with a lot of hot air. That actually part of Pastor John and I's assignment is to make disciples of all men. And 
there we go. So you are doing that. Yes, that's wonderful. And then, I mean, also for the different areas of, of your life, like I said, and that's why it's so, and I get that through the messages and something powerful that Pastor Christy has taught us every day is that because I also didn't do it before um, until coming to my exchange and learning it yes. is that I have to pray out the messages. I used to just be in the messages and where I have to change, I change, but I didn't actually pray out the key points that God is showing me how to yes. pray them out. And yes. that is because everything that you need in your life practically for every area of your life is in the message. It's but if you don't message. take that word, you can't live it. Yes. So you have to take the word out of the message for you to live it. That's and that's right. why, for example, taking that scripture that you have all things that pertain to life and godliness, yes. you can take that and you can pray that out. Yes. So um, you declare and decree it too, like Simon said. Yes, Pastor Sharon. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm, I also just do speak, do spend time, I spend time with the Lord during the day as well. Yes. I'm just praying in the spirit, singing in the spirit. Um, I love to, in the evening, just to lie on my bed and to just speak with him out of my heart um and then and it's amazing how also just how holy spirit gives you words to encourage you and yes. to um speaking in psalms hymns and spiritual songs colossians just, and you know, ephesians yes. i love i really what, what love we've been that. teaching you you really flowing yes. in yes Pastor, and that wow. blesses me tremendously is when i I sing in the spirit and then Holy Spirit gives me words. Yes. Um, so that's something that also that it's I love spiritual. to do. It's yes. deeply spiritual that. It's, yes. it's, it's spiritual. Yes. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with my understanding. Yes. Glory. Thank Glory. you, Esther. Thank you, my clear. darling. You were clear. You're so full of it. You sound like me. Uh, I sometimes just... Don't know if I got it all out because I'm so full. So, but you got enough out. Hallelujah. It, it, it. Come, Taryn. This will be our, our last one that I'm going to be asking. Thank you so much, Ace. Come, Taryn. Oh, also. <laughs> also, okay. Praise the Lord. You know, I remember we had a prophecy once that we will produce after our own kind. I'm kind of standing in that right now. Wow. We really are producing after our own kind. And then I'll then we'll I'll I will pray for you all. That you be activating the reason Pastor John wanted to do this today, so that you could be activated in this, because it is the way that the Lord is leading us in this congregation. It is the way that we are all growing now. There is no other way for you to grow in this congregation but this way. Because it's the way of God. Oh, glory to God. Glory. Well, I just want to say thank you, Lord Jesus, yes. that we really do have your example to follow, Pastor John and Pastor Sharon. Because it's really, you know, um, it was a few years ago where I heard Pastor Sh um, Sharon and Pastor Christie speak about putting our foot in the message. And my heart leapt inside because for the first time I had an answer that I knew would take my life 
to the discipleship that God could use. And, um, and so it really it changed everything for our life, Pastor Sharon, because, you know, in that message that Pastor Christy brought about putting our foot in the message, and we don't only put our foot in the message, but we actually put our foot in the song and the sound as well. And that's been a blessing in my life because what will happen in the morning sometimes is as you're singing or as you're just being still with him and you're actually just taking in the, the glory of his presence, he, he puts those songs on our hearts. You know, and so Pastor Christie said in the message of put your foot in the message that every answer that you need comes through every single message on a Sunday. And we've experienced that through and through. And it really will. It, it has changed. It will change your life if you just start to be a doer of this word that comes every Sunday. And um, and so I just highlighted here. Um, I just wanted to say, because where this also comes from is, and there's so many beautiful scriptures, Pastor Sharon, you read from Ephesians 4, God, when he ascended, Jesus ascended, he gave gifts unto men um, to nurture and develop us as holy believers to do our own works of ministry. And in so doing, we will build up and enlarge the body of Christ. And so it's very important that Pastor John, and, and it was just beautiful that it's come out in going big and bold. It's time for us to bring our God-given gifts to the church. And that's how we become the fully abundant Christ on the earth is when we all are bringing our God-given gifts because this is the only thing, the church is the only thing that God is presiding over. You've gone there through and through this weekend, Pastor Sharon, and really, you know, it's, it's so big in my heart this, and you really went there yesterday, but all of our eternal rewards are directly connected to where we see, we recognize our position and we walk with Pastor John and we come alongside him in what God is calling and Jesus is calling Pastor John to do here on the earth. And so this is the only opportunity we've got this time on the earth to show God, firstly, to choose him, to choose to follow his ways and walk in his ways, and actually to show him how much we love him. And so we choose Jesus. And just in this message, you know, because I was also, it was so beautiful in our camp meeting in Clarence, we spoke about Pastor Sharon, that all of these messages, so God's written and he's numbered all the days of our life. And so in these messages, these are written in our books. And so if we're not reading this, or if we're not actually planting this into our hearts, how are we going to walk it out? How are we going to become what God has predestined and he foreknew and therefore he predestined for us to become his sons, his beloved sons? And so this is just such a practical way. Every every week we've got a new message. And already, like you said, Pastor Sharon, it's, there's so much. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, yo, we could be in this message for a month. <laughs> it's exactly. so rich. It's, it's really, much, it's but so it's rich. definitely more than enough. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so I just had it here. I say yes and I press with this message, even before we go through it. And then you can, a simple thing of even just before you put your foot in it, to say, Holy Spirit, thank you that you really will lead and guide me and illuminate literally the eyes of my heart and understanding in the points that you specifically want to speak to my heart and that are that I can walk out. And I'll never forget, you know, and AC mentioned it now, um, Pastor Sharon and Pastor Christy just mentioning we've got to put our foot in the message because that's what we pray out too. We pray out the message so that it can become in our hearts. And I mean, there's really, so I think just to keep it short, I might just give an example of that, Pastor Sharon. Um, I just want to also, so revelation knowledge, and Pastor John recently said this to all the mic changers. He said it changes everything, and this is revelation knowledge. He said revelation knowledge is very important for us moving forward, and we've heard this by the Spirit this weekend that God really wants to lurch us forward, and he's got big things in Pastor John and Sharon that, that are going to be birthed now, and so let's come. Let's all come together. 
And so it was just beautiful, but it was beautiful that the Father of Spirits put this message in Pastor John's heart to speak personally to my spirit. And um, it's the only place that can make a difference in your life is what is in our spirit man. And so there is no natural power that can defeat you when you are in the presence of God. One of the, somebody brought that point as well, Angst, you brought it. And it's just beautiful. Um, what was also said there by Pastor John, he said, there is no natural power that can defeat you. And these are the key things. So you can't just declare that because it depends on how we are becoming with him. And so he says, if you are in the presence of God, so there's nothing natural that can defeat you if you're in the presence of God. And if you're in the will of God, and if you're on the assignment of God. And so that was just very beautiful for me. And um, I'm going to speak about something here as well about assignments. Here we go. Again, so many of the points, and that's what's beautiful. We are becoming all of one heart, one mind, and one accord. Because, you know, the more that we speak this message, and that's something we do in the office. We actually speak these words to each other, you know, and that's really God's, God is accelerating us in that way. Um, Pastor John just said here, and Pastor Sharon, since you said that yesterday, I'm really seeing it so much in these messages now about how we need to grow up, you know, grow up, change, change, grow up, change, become. And so Pastor John said here, we need to grow up and become the spirits of just men made mature. And so later on in this um, scripture, he just went on to say, the best that we have for eternity is to live according to God's assignment for our lives. He has a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. And so we find it in all the messages. God's assignment for our lives while we are living in his body. That is the only chance we've got, a very slim chance that God has given us now to show that we choose him and choose his assignment for us. That is the best thing that we can do. And so it really is that we choose Jesus. And I was reminded as I was going through this of that song, we choose to love him. It is about us coming out of Babylon in our own ways now. So we choose to love him. We choose to serve him. And we choose to follow him in all of our ways. We choose Jesus. We say yes to Jesus. So, yeah, it's just beautiful, Pastor Sharon. And and I just wanted to just say this, you know, in light of just thanking you and Pastor John that we can imitate you as you imitate Christ. And Pastor John also recently brought um, Ephesians 5 to us, be imitators of God as beloved sons. And so we do that by following our spiritual leaders. That's the primary way that we do that. And by just abiding in him. So it was just beautiful here, you know, speaking about how the whole world is institutionalized and designed to develop our intellect and to develop our soul. We must recognize that's coming for us 24-7, really 24-7. And that's why Pastor John said we can't let our guard down um, at the beginning of the message because the wiles of the devil are, you know, they're confronting us all the time. But then he said this, um, the church has not had the teachers that have had this revelation and the inspired word of God to teach us how to develop and grow our spirits to function. Oh, Pastor Sharon. And so this is here. Um, There's a limited number of teachers out in the church today that do this. The church has not had teachers and the revelation and the inspired word of God that teach us how to develop and grow our spirits to function and excel and bring all the things that pertain to life and godliness through him into our world 
and to those around us. So it's for our world very personally, but then it's very much to all those and for all those around us. And then Pastor John said, I'm happy to say that you are sitting in one of those church with teachers for you. And we recognize that, Pastor John and Pastor Sharon. We really do. We thank you that you are these ones that teach us the revelation and the inspired word of God and how to develop and grow our spirits to function and excel and bring all these things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of Christ. Thank you, Pastor Sharon and Pastor John. And then Pastor John said, you should be active about growing your spirit man all day, every day. And it's yes. active, Pastor Sharon. Oh, that yes. was a big point for me. Yeah. When yeah. I was going through the... Amen. You, 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 every day. Amen. Every day. You should be activating your spirit being and feeding your spirit man every day That's because right. yesterday's manna you can't eat again. That's right. That was powerful. Powerful. Amen. That was very powerful. And you, you know what Pastor John's mandate is and the question that he asks about what's the point? What's the point of being spiritual? A Christian. What's, sorry, what's the, oh, sorry, I gave, no, no, okay. No, 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 no. What's you the point the of being, yes. okay, let's go. What's yes. the point of being a Christian? To be spiritual. To be spiritual. And what's the purpose of being spiritual? To bring heaven. To bring heaven to earth. Heaven to earth. That's right, Pastor Is the spiritual man. That's exactly right. The incorruptible man. The incorruptible and to man. know, I mean, I think it was also from a message recently that Pastor John brought, but that actually our eternity and to have this revelation is massive. And I mean, we understand, but not everybody does, but we've already begun eternity when our spirit man is born and we become born again and yes. we accept the, uh, Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then we, we begin our, our journey of eternity. And that's why it is so important, Pastor Sharon, that we do recognize all of our eternal rewards, that yes. we're actually are busy walking out. And where did our spirits come from, Taryn? From the Father from of eternity. spirits. From eternity. From eternity. Yes. Our spirits came from eternity into our bodies and yes. it's going back to eternity. That's right. And, and, and we will live for eternity yes. with everything we did spiritual. On assignment, now. in the plan and the plans of God, yes. in the will of God. Amen. Amen, Amen. Pastor Sharon. It's an exciting life to live. It's exciting to live. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Thank you, Taryn. And uh, this was Pastor John's desire to activate you in this for yourself. Hallelujah. Yes, take that, Taryn. Well, let me just pray for you all, Father. I thank you for this time we've had with you. I thank you for these witnesses that have been here. Some of them not doing this yet, Father. And our prayer and our desire of Pastor John, I know especially, is that this will grow, that these, these, all of these will become disciples, disciples of the message, disciples of your word, Father, and grow. And we become a powerful ecclesia, all in one mind, of my one mind, of, in one heart and one accord, in Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen. Safe travels and be blessed. Thank <laughs> you.